are going live now. Hello, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to Guernsey Gigs podcast with myself, Graham Jordan, and Elliot Mariez, and our next guest there, Mark G. Hello, Mark. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, sorry for the, uh, the technical difficulties. I have no idea what I'm doing. should have <laughs> known that by now. <laughs> we got there. We got there in the end. I would have thought after all of these years that you've been doing this, this is stuff that is very easy for you. Well, it is, but you know what technology is like. It's just when you, you think you've got the handle on it, it, it comes around and bites you. I installed Zoom and it just completely trashed my camera. So uh, <laughs> I've had to suddenly rush out, grab another laptop and come back in and then reinstall Zoom. And yeah, oh, so fun. I'm getting used, you know, I'm, I'm getting the hang of it now. We, we've just transitioned from yeah. uh, from um, coffee to wine, so it might get a bit more silly. Oh, no, nobody told me that. I've got some cold. You weren't here. You were messing around with Zoom. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's it's slightly different, Mark. Last time that you were kind enough to come on to go into Gigs podcast, we had um, there were three of us. There, there there was Greg as well, and um, sadly Greg can't make it. Uh, he's, he's very very busy. Uh, but Ellie and I are trying to make up with our beards and now with our, our shared hats and our glasses. Um, so please, though, please be patient with us. Um, but, but we just wanted to catch up with you because you've been you've been really pulling out the stops. This is a bit of a lockdown theme kind of podcast. And looking at you now on screen, I can see that you're in a very familiar environment that that people may have seen you if, if they if they follow you on Facebook with the with the Millie shows, um, <laughs> the Millie no shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really no shows. Can you tell us because those people that that don't know about that, uh, or um, can you tell us how that came about and what it is? Sure. Well, the Mark and Millie show was uh, it was it was just a title that I, I sort of sometimes I spend weeks and weeks and weeks trying to think of things, and most of the time I just go what the first thing that comes into my head. So when we did the last lockdown, I thought you've got all these. Um, you know, professionals, nurses and, and the like, all, you know, run off their feet doing all sorts of things. And the rest of us are at home. And of course, all the children were at home. So I thought, what I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a show, uh, which I do at two o'clock every day. And it's just, it's, I thought, what should I call it? I thought, the cat was here at the time, sat on my laptop. So I thought, I'll call it the Mark and Millie show. And we'll just do children's songs. And the idea is that that at two o'clock every day, if you know, you could plunk your children down in front of the the, the screen on whatever it is that, that that you use, and I'd be bashing out some some children's songs. There won't be anything inappropriate. There won't be any swearing. There won't be any of this, and and all that sort of thing. And and uh, that was it. And anyway, um, in the, well, the cat jumps up and scratches you. That was until that <laughs> happens. Yeah. Well, she as soon as I started singing, she left. But the the. Um, <laughs> Soften the way. It was, um, I did 76 days of that in the last lockdown. I just sort of did it every day and um, sort of built up a bit of a following. And, and there was sort of, you know, four or 500 people at, at some times here watching oh. it, which was, um, yeah, I was, it was a surprise, actually. I mean, I don't think that was all live. I think there was people going back and it was probably mm. me watching it 10 times. At <laughs> to make sure it's all working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so I, I sort of did that. And now when this lockdown happened and last week, I thought, well, I better do it again then. So um, so I sort of bunged it back in. And of course, all this, the, 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 the people that used to sort of follow it before, I mean, on Facebook, it just pops up and it says Mark Hughes live. And I, I sort of called it the Mark and Millie show. We, we've had, uh, there's a couple of them 
where Millie has turned up and just, you know, paraded herself round. And, um, you know, she, she, she spent, um, the last time she turned up, she sat up here, up here. And I, I did, I was trying to encourage her. There's some cat food there, you see. But, um, <laughs> I'm not that desperate that I get it again. And she sat up there and she polished her uh, pencil sharpener for in full view of the camera for, for about an hour. And while I sat there singing and, um, and I, I thought, well, there we go. There we go. She's real. But um, at the moment, <laughs> last time I saw her, she was stretched out downstairs thinking, I, I, I'm not going to move from here. You can't persuade me. I'll get some food later. You need a nice really sit in the corner for it to, for, for him to stay there. Yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, that's the Mark and Millie show. And, and like people say, Where, where's Millie? I said, who's Millie? I said, well, Millie's the cat. And sometimes she comes up and sometimes she doesn't. And I have, I bung lasers on and all sorts of things. And she chases them around the room. And um, which is, uh, I mean, she's doing really well. I think she's 20 years old. So um, I think she's going a little bit senile at the moment, uh, as we are all. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine that was quite an education for some of the viewers as well, watching her, as you say, polishing her pencil sharpener. Yeah, absolutely. It was. And I, I, I had no idea what that meant because it, it came up on the screen. It said, oh, she's polishing her pencil sharpener. I'm not really quick. you about that. I'm not really quick, as you know. But the, but the thing was, it was about two days later, I thought, oh, pencil sharpener. Ah. Anyway, I, I, it just, it just make it quite clear. We do need to make it quite clear that, that that is not what a cat is for. No, it's not. If anyone's <laughs> listening, and don't attempt to sharpen your pencils in that way. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, is when I came up the next day, I looked, I've got a pencil sharpener on my desk here, amongst all the other rubbish. And I'm, I'm looking at it thinking, pencil sharpener. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there we go. How are you, uh, how are you choosing those tunes to, to, to play at, uh, on, on, on the show? Oh, people should, well, you see, it started off as Mark and Millie, you know, children's songs with Mark and Millie. And that was it. And, you know, I, I can do the runaway train, the wheels on the bus, um, you know, old MacDonald had a farm and all that sort of thing and we were you know that was it and then it got to the stage where can you play any Bon Jovi and I'm like how old are your children anyway you know <laughs> and as it's, it's turned into children's and mummy's songs and um uh, you know I have I have no shame I, I don't need to practice anything for uh for three weeks before I play it live so somebody comes up and says you know like today it was can you do some U2 and I thought I used to do one by U2 with um, with Lucy a long time ago. And I used to sing the first verse and she sang the rest of it. And it's only when you sing the first verse to that live and you suddenly realise why she used to sing the rest of it. And it was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> why? What was the, why? What was the content? Well, the one, one is, um, well, there wasn't so much the content. It was just where it went. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, you suddenly like, bring the cap yeah. out and have to shift key. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was, it was a bit like that. But anyway, I sort of managed to, to part my way through it. And it's been good fun and it keeps me on my toes, really. Um, you know, it, it's easy to just sort of keep on doing the same old thing. And, um, but I, I've got requests that come up. The nice thing with, with, the, um, with the Mark and Millie show is on the side there, I've got people saying, you know, this is fantastic. This is rubbish. This is whatever. And, and, but also they said, you know, do you know, can you do any, can you do any of this or can you do that or do the other? And, um, you know, I sort of look at it and think, I, I mean, I've got my, my lyrics folder with me and, and there's three and a half thousand songs in it that I've taught people over the years. And I thought, that's a big you know, folder. 
it is it is and um and and it's sort of like i think well i must be able to do that you know i've, I've written it out I've, I've taught it to some people it you know and i, and I sort of got to the stage where it's just like you know the old um the, the old the old advert was you arm it son i'll play it and the thing is is if i've got it in my head i can usually play it and uh you know you sort, you sort of get to the stage <laughs> with that as, as i think as a musician you think if i can arm it then you know i should be able to play it might not be exactly how it went to start with but um <laughs> it'll be a version of it exactly it'll be hopefully <laughs> you know hopefully somebody will recognize it uh, let's face it it'll be good enough for the kids <laughs> 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 what a lovely thing to do though what a very uh what a very thoughtful gesture to to reach out to that sort of um to the population that that are isolating and that maybe stuck at home and and the younger viewers it's it's very altruistic of you that's a that's a kind thing to do well, thank you sandra that's great <laughs> and there's not really a question <laughs> nice um, to say so <laughs> i was going to ask you i mean on on a more serious um point though i mean in regards to like guernsey gigs uh mark you've been out there on the scene for for a while so <laughs> I, I want to kind of from the gig point. Um, you, you're cutting out there, Graham. For you? Do you want to repeat that? Graham, you're cutting out there. Can you repeat what you said? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was a serious question. I just wondered, as a, as a local businessman involved with music, lockdown one and two must have been really, really difficult. How have you coped with that? Drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I don't know what exactly there you go i just need to set an example um <laughs> I, I was um but both times actually I, I was very fortunate i sort of got wind of lockdown coming and i went and grabbed um the Sarkfest van and parked it outside my house now i have enough toys in there to do all sorts of things so when Since we woke up the next yeah well we, <laughs> we woke up the next morning and they said no, you're locked in you're staying home and nobody's going anywhere i, well, I just went out to the van and i and i, I dug out a small uh, a mixer and whatever and I, I i'd sort of kidnapped the camera as well and and i left it for a couple of days and then i thought right well okay i'm bored now i'll go and set it up so i sort of set it up in my attic which is where i am and uh i'm sort of we'll, we'll take it from there and uh it, it was um i think it's, it's just the same for everybody just finding something to do just just to um you know to keep the boredom away and and you know so that you're also um you know liaising with the or, or interfacing with the um the rest of the family and things like that you know fortunately there's just sure. the two of us and um you know my, my wife loves it when i come up here <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's obviously affected um, local venues and stuff. And you're those people that might not know you. You're very actively involved with the vault. Yeah. Um, how was that for you? Like coming out? I, I asked a similar question earlier, but what was it like for you coming out of lockdown, uh, getting back into the vault, and and uh, and how's it changed going back in the second time into lockdown? Well, when we, uh, we when we did the first lockdown, obviously it was new to us all, and, and so we we all got around it on our own ways. But suddenly coming back and um, and working at the vault, we ended up with um, the busiest. I mean, the vault's been going for seven years, and it, it suddenly it was the busiest it's ever been, and lots of people, lots of old friends, lots of new friends, and lots of different people as well. And I think um, probably for many, they realised that we've had however many months it was of uh, binging on Netflix and all that sort of thing. And let's get out and get a real life instead yeah. of sat on, you know, being sat on the settee and doing that. And I mean, when I'm home, I don't watch anything um, on telly as such. I might watch the news and it'll be, you know, at nine o'clock or at 10 o'clock and whatever. But apart from that, I don't watch telly as such. Um, 
I, I don't really do much else uh, either. But um, but sort of when I'm uh, when I, when you're out gigging, you know, you're 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 you're, you're just taken up completely in. Um, in the whole thing you know, when um when i'm out i you know if i'm gigging i'm concentrating on the balance on stage doing the sound and all that sort of thing and people try to talk to you and, it, and it's, it's, it's it's difficult not to be rude you know it's like i don't come around to your house or i don't come around to your work and, and, and start interrupt you when you're in the middle of the busiest <laughs> part of your day and somebody <laughs> and somebody wants to know about all sorts of things but you know so i try i try my best but uh, it doesn't always work to, to uh, let them down lightly but uh, well, actually i think i think you're right there though Mark, um, the uh, I think everyone kind of realised what they what they were missing after uh, yeah. the first lockdown. You know, a, a lot of uh, at home entertainment sort of keeps people from going out. And once you've sat at home for several weeks, months, you you start to realise that like this isn't all the be all and end all of everything, and you want to get out. And you know, being forced into it makes you realise that actually real real life social interactions are just as important. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree with all of that. The um, and, and, and it was shown by by the fact that um, you know, we were we were the busiest we'd ever been and have been ever since. And I'm pretty sure when when we get out of this one, it's going to be the same. And um, there, you know, there were lots of people, um, let's say different people, sort of coming out and coming to gigs that they would never have entertained before. Um, and and sort of perhaps uh, people have sort of opened up a little bit and thought, well, actually, I'll, I'll go and see that. It might not be my first choice in music, but I'm I'm watching, you know, I've, I've got people on stage that you can see have been rehearsing madly sometimes for minutes, weeks, months, whatever. And you think, well, actually, they're, they're, they're making quite a decent noise. I'm probably not going to buy the CD to play in the car, but seeing it <laughs> seeing it on live, you know, that, that's it. And um, so, uh, yeah, all, all that sort of stuff works well, I think. Uh, one of the things that has kind of really worked well, I think, uh, for yourself and for the vault has been the open mic um, night down there on a Thursday night. Um, those people that don't know, it's just, you know, musicians can just turn up and play. They obviously need to sort of get in line. And it, and it has been a question of that. I've been down a couple of times as a musician and, and it is very much, uh, uh, it, it, there, there is always people to play. There's always a good stand of sort of musicianship. And recently you've moved that to online as well. Am I right in, in saying that? Yes, yeah, we have. Um, at, the, at the end, towards the end of the last lockdown, I was, you know, we fiddle around with 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 programs on on, on computers and all that sort of stuff. And I found, um, uh, you know, some of the some of the things that were on, um, I, I found them I found them challenging to watch and and also to listen to. And I, I was looking through some different programs, and I found this one program that meant that I could have um, half a dozen people in a in a sort of a virtual green room, and we could chat about it amongst ourselves. But I could put one of them on on screen live and they could just get on with doing stuff and we could sit there and slag them off behind them uh in the green room uh but that was the whole i think you know i, I didn't want to you know we text every day so people are going like this with their thumbs or whatever i didn't want to text that the, you know there was um a chats thing i didn't want to text it i wanted to actually speak and um so i found this program that actually will do that and um it's called streamload and and it was fantastic and that was right at the end of the last lockdown so i <laughs> i try, it's quite funny when <laughs> i know what's coming next <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway the old ones are the best. But the um, the thing was, um, when, when the new lockdown came, came around, I, I logged into this program. And that's when I found out that I'm still a member, if you like. I'm still, I've still joined it. And that's when I found out I've been paying for it for the last year. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah, OK. 
right, well, I, so I dug it out and, 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 and I had to get back into it. And it's not foolproof. It's certainly not idiot proof, as I've found. And um, But uh, it, it still works quite well. And um, we, we did one last week. Uh, Pete Frampton came in from Warrington. Uh, the week before, I had Jacob McCurdy from, from um, Portland, Maine. Uh, you know, all the way over in America doing a set. And, and it's just great. And you think, wow. And, and and I've got, I would have had more local people, but some of my local friends, they've left all their stuff in the pub. That they can't go and get it. You know, I said, like, you play some piano. My piano's stuck down this pub and the guitar's stuck at another oh, no. pub. It's like, hello. But, uh, well, you see, I mean, that, that doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. If you do a gig anywhere else in the world, the first thing you do is put all your gear back in the car. Yeah, you can't leave it. in the pub overnight. Exactly. So I'll, I'll come <laughs> back in a few weeks' time and, and expect it to be still there. Anyway, but, uh, but I, you know, I've had um, some new people come through um, as well. Um, ben Boss turned up to a, a probably the last real open mic we did, and I never met him before. He's a super performer, super player. And uh, he's he's done a few things on the on the virtual one, and um, you know it, it's it's when you find um, something that works for you, you know, and you like doing it, then then stick at it. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you mentioned before uh, that you had your uh, Sark Festival van parked outside your house. Has the um, this uh, lockdown impacted the organisation for that, or is it still all going ahead? And yeah, well. <laughs> it's given us plenty of time to do some. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> I've, I've, I've sent Simon in Sark. I've sent him out to count the blades of grass in the field <laughs> so that we know how many people we can have. I think that. Um, it's going remarkably well. I mean, we're. I'm a little bit... Um, not conflicted, you know, it's, it's a little bit of thumb twiddling at the moment um, because we hope that we can have Jersey artists and UK artists. Mm. And we really, really hope that happened. And now up until this last hiccup, it was looking like, you know, probably by the time the UK have got their act together and Jersey got their act together, they can come and join us. And we still hope that, that that's going to be the case. But it may just be a Bailiwick event. And even if it is just a Bailiwick event, I've got loads of fantastic artists that are all, you know, dying. Yeah, there's black. still plenty of people here, isn't there? Well, they're, they're it is and um you know i've i've got in a covers too many just with the local artists to fit in <laughs> you know i've only got three stages we only have sort of two and a half days really and um to, to put, put everybody on um, but uh, you know like I've said to everybody that that, that that asked to play I said if I can fit you in I will and um, some people are sort of coming over with, with different lineups you know it, it, it's, um, it's it's easier to do a, perhaps I said do a do a solo thing or do an acoustic thing with a couple of couple of your mates and um, uh, rather than the normal full band yeah some people are doing that I've, I've, said, I've got loads of bands and I mean they're, they're sort of inverted covers coming on all the time but like I've said you know when I actually get down to actually say right here's the spot slots you're not all going to fit in unfortunately but you know i hopefully uh, i'll fit in as many as we can and you know we can always start earlier you know mm. <laughs> the thing is it's, it's always an early start in sark so, so we might as well have some early music <laughs> that's true enough i mean how, how about the kobo balcony gigs as well i think you're involved in those are you not well, I have done. I have done for for years. Um, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know anything about them at the moment. So um, you know, we'll we'll see. I, I actually I do know something because somebody said um, I'm going to Alderney. I'm going to the Alderney Festival um, Spring Bank Holiday Weekend, and I think there's a Cobo Balcony on that Sunday or Monday um, mm-hmm. uh, because somebody said that they couldn't. Do, couldn't be sure if they'd be able to get back in time because they were doing the balcony. So, um, so I believe there's there's things in motion, but I, I'm not quite sure who's doing what and when. But uh, we'll no, that's great. Happens. And are you still teaching, Mark? Are you still able to teach? 
I'm not actually teaching at the moment, but I will be teaching later on this week. I'm going to re reinvent my uh, my online teaching for my existing students. Um, but uh, um, I sort of we've sort of had we've had two weeks off basically, and uh, I thought we'd just see how things lie, you know, and, and how how things go on. It seems like we're going to go on possibly for a couple another couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll be sending all my all my online students or all my um, uh, my existing students. I'll be speaking to them later on today to say you know you could, we can do something, we can do something at normal time, or we can do something at a different time. But it's funny you should mention that because um, years ago, and uh, it was I think I think it was two thousand and nine when I stopped. I did lots of online teaching, and this was until YouTube started. And when YouTube mm. started, it blew everything out the water because you couldn't teach online because everybody was doing it, and it was for free. And it was this and that, and some of them had some very nice-looking websites and cameras and all that sort of thing. So I got a little bit disheartened, and uh, so I sort of basically stopped my. I, I was teaching people all over the world. I had, I had a thousand people on my website every day, which was a real surprise, especially to Guernsey Net at the time because it was soaking up all their bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> it really was, you know. I, it was. Uh, I must tell you that one sometime, perhaps when we catch up. But um, the um, the thing was that uh, I, I, so I got a bit disheartened, and I thought, right, well, because my website was was lousy. I mean, I. I I made it in 1997 with Microsoft front page and no knowledge. And I've now got, I've still got the same thing now, you know? So, um, <laughs> so I, I, I just sort of left it. But the point being um, a couple of days ago, I got, um, I got a message. It was, um, it was an email from, Michael, I won't, yeah, I won't use a second name, but this Michael, and um, and it was like, it was a case of, hi, it's, it's Michael here, I'm, you know, an ex-student from, you know, 10, 12 years ago, and whatever, just wondered if you're still going, and I said, hello, you know, lovely to see you, and whatever, and we had a chat, and whatever, he said, he said, well, he said, I, he said, I just, I always like the way you taught, he said, and I'm getting back into it, he said, you know, do all these link work, and I said, no, of course they don't, they're all long since gone, but I still have the stuff, so I sent it to him again, and uh, we're actually now going to do some um, some online stuff, possibly using Zoom or possibly using some other format as well. But um, you know, he, he's um, he's a doctor um, in a New York hospital, and uh, he just needs something to do out of hours to chill yeah. with. And uh, so I thought, yeah, we could do something like that. So, uh, so I'm, I, I'm probably I think get back in. you know, like, it's all very well watching YouTube videos to uh, learn and stuff, but I, I think a lot of people value the face to face. And like, I, I know over a, a video course, it's not quite the same, but having someone to talk to about something when you get stuck and, and ask questions and stuff, you can't get that from a, a pre-recorded YouTube video, can you? Well, absolutely. I think you're exactly right. The, the whole thing is, is somebody said, oh, hang on. No, don't do it like that. Hmm. You've got the wrong finger in the wrong place. Yeah, exactly. You Sorry, know, are we talking about Millie again? Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're not. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, 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 so, I mean, it, it's great like that. And I've done it for, um, uh, it, it's good with um, with my local students as well. As long, I mean, the, the big thing is don't do it on mum's phone. Because mum's phone is this big, you know. At least of all, do it on you know, a tablet or, or a laptop if you can and whatever. Just so that, you know, you can fit the whole guitar in. And um, and some of the, some of the extra challenges as well with um, with microphones that are in phones and things it, it does my head in. But uh, you know, so if you can plug in, you can plug in a headphone uh, mic, you know, and do that that, that, that mm. negates the um, your 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 Apple stuff and 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 your PC stuff. It negates all the the software uh, stuff they've got inside there. Then it makes it sound a lot better um, rather than uh, you know chopping and chopping in and out with using your phone. That's great. Um, it, it's been really good to to catch up with you, Mark. 
Um, yeah, I was just going to say we, we probably need to uh, move on. on to stretching now soon. Did I tell you about stretching? <laughs> no, God, no, no, no. Because, <laughs> no really? I, I could do it. He might not join us. He might not so. join us. <laughs> no, no. uh, I, uh, I, used, I used to, um, my studio was at Stretchy's house for nine years. Oh, really? Did you not know that? No, well, I didn't. You did? Yeah. yeah. No, that's... Um, because my first studio was in the um, is in the uh, not the Oberlin's what's it called um, uh, Shrottery Mills. When Shrottery Mills was Shrottery Mills, my first studio was in there just after we opened uh, Daryl's Music House in about 1983. Um, but when I eventually left there after about five years, and I had to find somewhere else because they were going to knock it down, turn it into houses. And um, um, Stretchy's mum said, "Oh, you can come and teach in our granny wing down the salt pan." <laughs> so I said, "Okay." So I went down there, and after a week or two, they said. There hasn't been any of the disruption we thought. So if you'd like, you can stay for a year. So I said, okay. What did his granny think about that? Did you have to share a bed? No, I don't think so. But but <laughs> but <laughs> became good friends with Lloyd's. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and, and I remember uh, you know after the first year, it was always around Christmas, and I'd say another year okay. They said yeah, and after nine years, I said you never guess what? She said what? I found somewhere, and which is when I ended up moving to moving to the bunker in the Oberlands. And they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> wow!" So there you go. There we go. That was it. Local connections. Local, yeah. local connections. So that was it. And nice. Um, <laughs> and and yeah. we can't convince you to bring Millie out of the cupboard and That's show not, us the pencil sharpener. No, unfortunately not. She's no. um, okay. she's uh, she's <laughs> she's um, probably uh, good. I, well, I could tell you, it's four o'clock. She gets fed at half past three. And then afterwards, I think she goes out to exercise the pencil sharpener and then doesn't come in for a bit. <laughs> nice to talk to you, Mark. Thank, thank you, you very much for being on. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're very welcome, boys. Always a Talk to you again soon. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. See you soon. Uh, we'll be coming on with uh, Stretchy in just a sec. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.